What's up, guys? Welcome to the Conversations with Interesting People podcast, uh, the show where we sit down and talk with people from all walks of life and journeys and hear their story to hopefully inspire you in your own story and along your own journey. I'm your host, Braden Collum, and we have an amazing guest today. He's a videographer, photographer, all-around creative human being, super inspirational to me personally, ladies and gentlemen, John Park. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the the enormous crowd you're waving yep. to. It's amazing. How are you, man? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's nice to actually like talk to you and meet you. Uh, yes, that's. We, I literally <laughs> was gonna bring that up, but like this is the first day we've actually officially met. Yeah. We I saw each other in dirt cheap. Yeah, you were, and that was awkward because I didn't know it was you. I was and wearing then, a mask, <laughs> and then Anna was like, "Yeah, she was that's like, Braden. yeah," and I was like. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about a total to do a podcast. To him. No, it's actually awesome because that was the first time we ever met. We'd only talked on Instagram yep. up to that point, but I met you at Dirt Cheap and you were shopping for <laughs> furniture. That mirror over there. Yeah. You're shopping <laughs> furniture because you just yep. moved in here pretty recently. And yep. I thought, this dude's shopping for furniture at Dirt Cheap. I'm going to really like this <laughs> yeah. guy. This is amazing. But the interesting thing is I've actually heard of you for a long time because I've known your sister, Anna, behind the camera. Shout out. She's just saying hi. She's uh, helping. Thanks for being the engineer today. Um, but I've actually known Anna for a long time. But I've even heard about the parks for a long time. History goes way back because I used to volunteer at First Baptist Church, Clyde. Okay. And like your dad was a, basically a celebrity. I'm sure you might <laughs> listen to this. So shout out, Elliot. Um, but he was like a, a celebrity at FBC Clyde. And so I heard about it. I don't think we've even ever met, but yeah. I heard about the parks and I always have to say this story because every time I introduce Anna, I yeah. just have to like shout out the story that your dad wrote the song. Yep. What's the song going? Like, I loved her first. Mm -hmm. I loved her first. Like, That's do you it. hate hearing that fa fact? Are you like totally over it? I've heard it so many times, but it always surprises me like who will bring it up. Like they'll just be like, they'll like learn about it and then yeah. they'll just tell me and I'll be like, Oh, you found out about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I always knows. keep it under the rug. Like, I try yeah, to, you know. I mean, that's a, that's an insane. I know. Yeah, that's cool. I'm sure by now that was how many twenty years ago. Who knows how many years ago yeah, at this point? But that's a really cool fun fact. So I've heard about you a long time, which sounds really creepy. <laughs> but uh, man, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. This will be fun. fun um, be was it? I mean, you're super creative now, and I want to dive more into your story. But speaking of your father, I mean, obviously an OG creative guy. Was yeah. that inspirational for you growing up? Did, oh, it, did you sure. like soak into that? Or Yeah, I mean, growing up, like I just I always saw him doing like just creative things, like building things or like yeah. at the church doing the audio stuff. Yeah. And I just, I, I guess I just cling to it, you know. Um, and yeah, it just kind of, it's kind of shaped me, I guess. Was he into like photo and, and video too? No. So he, that's, mostly just music? Yeah, and, so that's the weird thing, like, I never really wanted to learn, like, I guess I did I did a little bit of music stuff, yeah. like, when I was pretty young, Yeah. but nothing like, like, I wasn't trying to learn it, or I wasn't, like, really engaged in it. Yeah. I was just kind of doing it, because I thought, you know, like, my dad does it, you know, maybe I should give it a shot. Yeah. But, yeah, I really just, like, when I got my first camera, I just used it a lot, and it just, like, kind of became a thing. I just got better at it, and... Yeah. Yeah. So were you interested more in photography first or did you dive right into video? Because right now you're mostly a video guy, right? Yeah. So did you start that way or did you start photo? So it's interesting. How did your journey begin? Let's go. Well, it's kind of, okay, I'll start. I got, this was probably like 2012, maybe before then. It's all kind of hazy. It 
happened so fast. (laughs) But I got one of those flip video cameras. Do you remember those? It was like a little gray. Like a rectangle? Uh Uh-huh. And, and it, it had like a red a little, button on it. You yep. just hit record. And, and it, it had a USB that's popped out the yes. side. Yeah. It was uh-huh. really satisfying. Um, and I got one of those for Christmas. I remember I was I was shopping at uh, Sam's, Sam's Club, with my grandma. And I was, like, thinking of something to get for Christmas. And, like, Sam's Club, that's the last place you'd probably go to get a Christmas present, right? Or do they have some stuff there? I mean, if you're buying in bulk, I guess. <laughs> I don't, buying 300 yeah, I don't know. Christmas presents, I was just, go to Sam's. I, I saw this flip video camera. I was like, that looks so fun. Like, I want, I want that. Yeah. And... Um, I think she just like heard me talk about it and she got it for me or my parents said, I I can't remember. But anyways, I got this thing and I just filmed everything on it. Like anything you could, I I was taping it to stuff, you know, like I was, me and my dad built a potato cannon and I taped that thing (laughs) to it and we just like shot it up in the air and I, I could go back and find those clips, but just the randomest stuff, like me and my cousins, you know, driving four wheelers around and just everything, hunting, like all kinds of stuff on that little thing. And Eventually, I left it out in the rain on a tripod. <laughs> I was filming something on the trampoline. I couldn't, or something. I couldn't hang with it. Yep, and it just it fried it. Um, and so that was the end of that. But you know, I kept it in the back of my mind that I liked doing video stuff. And so you, you would say that that was kind of the spark. That I was think the initial so. Thing. Yeah, and I might. I can't remember if this was afterwards or before, but I I went through this little phase where I was really involved in. Um, stop motion like stop animation okay yeah and so that's kind of funny because that's kind of like photo and video like yeah. in one um so i, I remember I mean, what were you a, recording in stop motion so just like little play-doh things or little legos or whatever <laughs> okay. just little like i just love the fact that you could take a picture and move something and just take enough of them and it like it was like a video yeah and so that just always intrigued me um and it's funny because my dad is doing that right now with his some of his songs like he's doing his, the, his animations for it yeah and it's just funny that's like we started doing that when I was really young and now he's like doing that for real for his yeah, songs. Come full circle. It's cool, yeah. But yeah, I'd say it was either the flip video or the stop animation that really like launched me into it. Okay. Um and I knew I was like interested in it. So what was the next part? Where how do you I mean, where so, do you go after flip videos? So I think there was like a gap in between there after I broke that thing. Kind of just forgot about it. And then for Christmas, my cousin got a, a T3i, just a Canon T3i, okay, like classic. A basic. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that looks cool. I I would like something like that. So I like, and this was like a year before. And then the next year I was like telling my parents that I had to get a camera. Like I wanted a camera. Okay. So at this point in your life, you're like, man, is it, are you like, this is what I want to do with my life? No. Or is it, this is just really fun? No, this is, yeah. I was just it. like, okay. this is fun. Like this is something that I could just see myself doing just to relax or whatever, just, you know, on the side. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I asked for a camera and I got one. I got the T3i and at first I was, it was just pictures. Like, and I was aware, like, I, it's kind of weird. I've always been aware of like quality. And so I always knew like, I don't want to record with this thing because I don't like how it looks. Yeah. <laughs> so I always just took pictures on it. And, uh, so yeah, I guess I kind of started, I went like video, pictures, and then back to video. Okay. So yeah, I took a lot of pictures on that thing. Um, and some some videos, things like in school, in high school. Um, but then after probably, this was probably 2016, I uh, I was done with that camera. I was like, I need to get into video. I need like, to step it up. Yeah, I got to step it up. is not going to cut anymore. And I had been dreaming of uh, the A7S II Okay, for Sony. years, yes, because okay. you know at, at that point that was like the mecca for 
mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Like the quality, the low light, still everything. Still an amazing camera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I, I still have mine. Yeah. I still have it. The screen's kind of messed up, but, and that was like, I was about to graduate high school and I told my, my parents, I was like, look, this has to be my graduation present. <laughs> like, I don't want anything else. I just, I just got to have this camera. And my dad wanted to film something at that time. So I was like, look, just give me this camera. I mean, how much was that camera running at the time? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Two, Probably two, three grand. Yeah, like twenty five hundred. Yeah, and there was no way I could save up for that. And I was like, "Y'all just trust me. I just take it I out of my this. inheritance. Yes. I don't care. I just need this camera." And so they got it for me, and I just right off the bat just started filming projects and stuff. And I just I was in love with it. Were it you was, doing personal projects, or were you getting hired doing? Yeah, I was school stuff or what. So, yeah, I was doing school stuff, um, and that was, like, right before I graduated. It was, like, a graduation present, but I got it right before because I was doing some bigger projects in school. Okay. Um, and I was also... And where where'd you go to high school? Clyde. Okay. Yeah, Clyde. Was anyone else in Clyde into, like, creative stuff? Because Clyde's a pretty small community. I'm trying to think. I don't pretty, want to leave anyone out. You know. But yeah, uh, I don't... Not, or were you kind of the odd creative oddball? I definitely was in our video class. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of the, I don't know. I don't want to say I was the best in there, but I kind of was. And I, I like to show everybody how to do what I was doing, you know, yeah. cause I would, they would come into class and work on their projects, but I would go home and work on my projects, you know, and like work on other stuff. And so I was just rapidly like progressing while everyone else was like, just kind of using it as a class and yeah. you know, just like going through the motions. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of, it was fun cause it's. I mean, I've always liked just teaching people how to do things. Yeah. Um, and I, and I had my own camera and everything, so it was. Yeah, it was fun. So you got the A7S2. Yeah, got the A7S2. Christmas birthday, random. For just just random, just okay. graduation thing. Sweet. And I also used the, you know, my dad was doing a project, so I was like, give me this camera. It'll look. It'll look better. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. And I actually did. I forgot about this, but uh, that project was a almost like a documentary on his like his life and like uh, his music and stuff. Um, and it, it turned out pretty great. Um, I, I need to go back and watch it though. It's probably bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> it was been, like a music video a or just no, straight documentary? Yeah, it was pretty much just like straight documentary. Interesting. Yeah, just about, I, it was about I Loved Her First and everything. Just like, um, just the timeline of events that, it's been, that happened in his life, I gotcha. guess. I How know. old were you? This is just kind of random. How old were you when he wrote that song? Uh... How old was I, Anna? Um, you wrote it when I was born, so you probably were like three or four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like 2008 when it came out. Yeah. So you don't necessarily remember like that changing everything for your family or? <sighs> well, I, I do. I remember it hitting number one because I remember we were just watching it for weeks and weeks. Okay. Like just watching it slowly. like Go up and up. Yeah. yeah. And, but I just, I don't remember being like, oh, this is crazy or anything. Like I don't, I don't remember that excitement. I remember my parents being excited and everything. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and we talk about that one song. Your dad's gone on to do a lot of other cool stuff. Like he just released an album with Songs with My Daughters. Is that what it yeah. is? Like he just released that. All three of his daughters yeah. on, right? Anna's on that. <laughs> so there's a little plug there. Go get the album. Elliot Park, Songs with My Daughters. So anyways, so you recorded a documentary for that. So yeah. is that like further sparking your passion yes. for this? Yeah. So I'm just... I'm just like continuing to like just learn everything and, you know, learn. I just, I was obsessed with YouTube 
at the time. And I still kind of am, but I would just watch anything and everything, you know, just to learn more about it and like, ooh, what's this little piece of gear that I can get? You know, what's yeah. this just to like up the game? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just I loved. That's the other side of it that I love. Like I I love filming and everything, but I also love the gear. Yeah. The gear is like that kind of ties to my my younger childhood. Like, you know, when I was like five to ten years old, yeah. I loved like building things and like yeah. Legos and electronics and all kinds of stuff. So I see that as kind of like my. That's where I get that itch right there. You know, yeah. like the gear side of things. Yeah. So which is it's pretty cool because for you it sounded like you took a real seriousness to the quality of gear yeah and i feel like there's a lot of hesitation with creatives who are trying to learn a lot grow a yeah. lot become more professional in the way they kind of skimp out yeah on the gear they try to hey what's the cheapest thing i can get that'll get yeah. by but you're like no 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 well i want to be a pro <laughs> give me a three thousand dollar camera well that's true but at the same time like if i don't see like obviously i mean the camera is a big deal because that's like the main thing mm -hmm. right but like like we were saying earlier with lights you know i have no problem buying a cheap light because nobody's gonna know yeah you know what i mean like i'm not gonna notice if, yeah. if it's not noticeable i don't care you yeah. know <laughs> but you know something like a camera like obviously going from a, a t3i to the you know that sony was like huge night and day i mean like the dynamic range everything like the colors it was just yeah blew me out of the water so yeah i'm kind of like on both sides. Now, was there someone that's inspiring you? Like you looking at some sort of like, man, that's the videographer that I want to be like. And so I need to get the gear so that I can kind of step yeah. up my own game. Like who's inspiring you in this season of your life? Like right now? No, I would say let's back up a little bit. Okay. I do want to know that. But in that formative time when you're like, okay, got a brand new A7S2. Yeah. I want to be legit. Gosh. Who are the people you're looking up? Kind of forming your... V your own craft at that at time age, yeah at that time it was probably casey neistat and uh peter mckinnon like those were the two that i like always okay. watched and and casey neistat not so much on like the video quality because he's totally opposite you know i don't know if you've seen his videos no i've never heard of that dude. <clears throat> he's like he used to live in new york and he he got really big for some films that he made but his his whole approach was like just as raw as possible like he'll do an unboxing He'll, put the, he'll just throw his camera up here <clears throat> and he'll just like take a knife and just like rip it open. And like, he's just super he's, not worried about pretty production. No, not at all. Just real life stuff. But his stories were just incredible. Yeah. Like, he just knew how to tell a story. So I kind of got like some tips from that, like from him, from that. Um, and then Peter McKinnon, like just everything he makes is. Yeah. Sick. I mean, everybody knows. Peter yeah. McKinnon. He's like, he's top of the line right now. And then there's some others like on, on uh, Instagram that I probably, I can't remember their names, but. You know, I just see stuff. So I kind of just, like, took all the stuff I was seeing, just, like, I guess took it in but didn't realize I was. Because yeah. I've never, like, been the type of person that's, like, who oh, that guy's my role model or, or whatever. You know, like, I've always just, I don't know, just taken everything and just, you know, spit it back out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but. So what's kind of maybe the next step in your journey? So you're kind of shooting, you shoot this documentary for your dad. You're kind of getting more. And how long ago was this, would you say? Uh, so this was like 2017, 2018, right okay, around so when I graduated. Okay, so just a couple years ago. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 22, yeah. Good Lord, you seem <laughs> way older and yeah. more mature than when I was your well, age. Well, it's funny because, I mean, I'm, we'll talk about this next, but, you know, I toured with Co for right around two years. and Two years? It was, yeah, one and a half to two years. 
I, I don't honestly don't even know. I, okay. It went by so fast. But you know, you hang out with when you hang out with people that are like twenty five to thirty years years old, like. Yeah. It just changes you. you yeah, start you got to grow like up them. a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I had to grow up instantly when I got on that yeah. bus. Okay, so you brought it up. So let's talk yep. about it. Let's talk about Co. <laughs> so how, okay. how in the world did you get connected with that dude, Co okay. Wetzel? For those who don't know, country. Yep. Star is he a star? Is he still yes. under? I don't even know. No, where he's, he's, I don't listen he's to country. Huge. He's but I do know who Co Wetzel is. Yeah. So how'd you get connected with him? So Instagram, <laughs> the the story of my life. Instagram. So I, uh, I met a guy, I didn't meet him, I met him on Instagram. Um, his name was Paul De La Cerda, and he was starting a company called Encima Media. Okay. I don't know if you've ever come across it or anything. No, never. But he is a personal photographer and videographer for Granger Smith. Have you heard of Granger no, Smith? Of course not, no. So, so he's a country artist He's a country artist, yeah. So this guy put, put something on his story, like looking for videographers, and... You know, I was kind of in the middle of a weird transition. Like, um, I had dropped out of college, which I guess we forgot to talk about. Oh, <laughs> should we go parent, back? To yeah, that? let's go back. So you okay. drop out of, when? What college did you go to? I went to Angela State. Angela State. Yep. And I loved it, honestly. Like, shout out, that was a great school. But I just didn't want to pay for it. And I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, I can do this and for free. And so, yeah. What were you studying? How long were you there? A year. A semester. A semester. <laughs> yep. Four and months. About halfway through it, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and I was just playing ping pong every day. Yeah. So. How, so you drop out. How did your parents feel about that? They didn't care. For real? Yep. They were like, just do what you chase, want to do. Chase your dream. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And a lot of people are shocked when I tell them that because it's not typical. You know, like I hear so many of my friends are like, you know, their parents are like, you got to stay in school. Like, you got to, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, they were totally cool. With it. They were like, if that's what you want to do, then just do it. So Chase it. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just decided I wanted to drop out um, and started doing wedding films and stuff. Okay. Like, just anything, like, so just freelance. Your, your A7S2? Yep. Okay. Yep. So then, yeah, that's that's when it got, that's when I got with Co. Because I, I was kind of... The, the wedding films and the real estate were like getting monotonous and I was just sure. sick of it. Yeah. And that's when just that magical. So you just slid into his DMs and you're like, yo, here's my real. Yeah. This, the Paul guy. Yeah. Oh, that's Paul right. That's right. Yeah. So I reached out to him and he was like, yeah, man, show me your real. And I didn't really have anything. Like I just had real estate and stuff. Okay. But about four months before that, I filmed one of Co's concerts. I didn't know who Co was or anything. Okay. Um, and it was, Outlaws and Legends here in Abilene. Okay, yeah. So I was just like... Were just you like part of the media or are you just like that yeah. person in the crowd with a camera and a really long zoom lens? <laughs> no, no, I was... Okay. You were yeah. legit. You had a pass. Yeah, okay, because so. I was doing this real estate and stuff through Red Dirt Media, which is a company that I started with um, me and a guy named Luke Howell. Okay. And I a, was roommates with Luke Howell in college. No, I was, 100%. What? Yeah, Harden Simmons. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, we 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 I forgot to mention Shout that out too. Luke Cal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's killing awesome it. Awesome right dude. Now. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I was like, I met this guy. He was flying the drone. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's sick. Like, I have a drone, but you know, I'm afraid I'm gonna crash it. So let's link up. I'll do the ground video, and you can do the drone. And yeah, let's just go make money. So we started Red Dirt Media, and just started doing weddings and stuff. And it was cool, but it wasn't like what I wanted to do, you know, sure. like it, it wasn't, it was really just to make money and to learn, you know? Um, 
so that's how we got the um the that's how i got the gig with co outlaws and legends outlaws and legends yes and i made a video like a recap the first recap i ever made just uh just stayed up working on it all night and crafted it and and put it on twitter and it, and I, I i can't remember what i captioned it it was something like y'all get this to co for me or something like yeah. something cheesy and it just kind of like went semi-viral like within the texas scene yeah and that's how paul paul was like oh you're the guy that made that video because i didn't really have a reel i was like i just sent him some stuff and that video was on there so he was like oh you made that video like sick well uh let's link you up with co they're going to new york tomorrow and they need somebody their videographer just quit so I was like, "What? Okay, let's go to New York." <laughs> yeah, I was like mind blown. It was insane. It was it was the craziest, like the fastest thing that ever happened to me. And, and you're in a position. You're not in school. You can literally yeah. just pick up and. If go. I had been in school, it would have been. Yeah, I wouldn't have been Boom. able to do it. How long after you dropped out did this happen? So I can't really remember, but I think it was about like a couple had months, been like, maybe. Yeah, a couple months. Dang. Yeah, it's insane. So. You get on board with Co. Yep. You fly to New York, or you <laughs> no, I'm on a tour bus. I went on the bus. Yeah, I drove the next day uh, in my little van. I drove up to Granbury. Wait, you're driving a van? I was at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I had a Volkswagen that, van. That's amazing. I like an old school, like 1970s. No, it was like Volkswagen? a 2001. Okay. Yeah. But it was a Euro van, so it looked different. Are you like living out of like no. <laughs> the way you're describing is like <laughs> dropped out of college, <laughs> started living in my Volkswagen van, man. I wanted to. That was like. I don't know what made me want to do that, but I guess that's that was kind of a hot thing to do, and it still is. Like, yeah. live out of your van. Yeah. So I built like a bed for it and everything. I what? was like, of course you did. This is gonna be sick. But that was before I got the job with Co. So yeah, I was planning on just almost being a nomad, you know, and just like driving around and doing stuff. And then this job with Co. came, and I was like, well, I don't need this bed and this van anymore. <laughs> did you sell the van? No, I still have it. Okay. That's I don't so know awesome. who's gonna buy it because I I tore out the back of it, and it's just. It runs good. Someone, some college yeah. dropout. If somebody will buy wants that a van. 2001 Euro van, <laughs> you know where to find us. Yeah. So you hop on the tour bus. Was it awkward? Like, uh, uh, hey yes. guys. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. Like, they're probably all pretty tight. Everyone yeah, on the yeah, van. yeah. And then you're like, hey guys, I got a camera. My name's yep. John. I'll be filming you for yep. the yeah, tour. Yeah. So even before I even met them, uh, the, the tour manager, uh, Colton, tour manager at the time, he called me up because I had been talking to Paul. So he called me up and he was like, yo, dude, you going to come hang with us or whatever? Like he was just being super cool. And like, yeah. he's just a super like, Trying he's an awesome dude. Maybe? Yeah. And he was like, he's the type of person that has like a really harsh sense of humor. And so he like, honestly, like really intimidated me because he was, you know, I don't remember how the conversation went, but I it just kind of intimidated me. And I, I was about to leave to go meet them. And I was just like, oh gosh, this could be, you know, yeah. this, could go, this could go one of two ways. But yeah, I, I got on the tour bus and I was just sitting like at the only little seat that there was that there was like there was a little table in there. I was just sitting there. Everyone comes on like the, what we used to do is we'd go to we'd park at Walmart and we would get groceries for the you know the next tour. And so all these guys come on with groceries and stuff, and I'm just sitting there like, what's up? <laughs> like nobody even sees me, like notices me or anything. Awesome. I was just sitting there, just like, and then eventually, you know someone mentioned my name or something. I met all the guys, but, um, yeah, it was, it was awkward until I made the first video and then it was, and then they were chill. They were like, that's insane. Yeah. Cause they didn't, you know, they don't want to open up to someone before they know if they're, you know, if they're like, going to be with suck. them. 
then yeah. we don't wanna we don't wanna care for you or like you. Yeah. You gotta prove yourself. Yeah. And it was it was that and it was just like um they always said it was like sometimes it's more about the hangs than it is the what you're doing, you know? I don't even know what that means. It's so more just about like, the hangs. You can't be like an awkward or weird person or nobody like wants to hang out with you. Gotcha. <laughs> so like you, you just kinda have to be like good at what you're doing. And also be cool to hang out yeah, with and just okay, cool because I mean, you're living together. You so it's like you want a good roommate, yeah. right? So, yeah. So I, I guess I've I made the cut, and uh, I loved all the. Were guys. you nervous? Were you like at first? Man, oh, am I gonna botch this for and, sure? Yeah. Okay. No, the first the first show, because I'm the type of person that will, you know, if I'm nervous about a gig or something, I will way overproduce just so that I have that security of sure. not getting like yelled at or like, yeah. you know fired or whatever so i stayed up till i started working on the video like they had the show like 10 o'clock at night and i stayed up till 9 a.m in the morning the next morning what on the bus making this video and it wasn't even like crazy or i mean anything. was there a deadline did you have to get it done no, that night no and you're just amped up yeah i'm trying just to like, win those hang points it's gotta be cool yeah gotta be cool so yeah i chucked it out and they were like oh this is sick and yeah it was just from then on you know i was just making Making videos for so every. What did your gear look like on, during that tour? Was it still just A7S2? Yep. And so, like one lens, or what, what were you rocking? Oh gosh. So I think. Yeah, I had the A7S2, and I think I had a 24 to 70, like f4, like not that great. Kit lens, yeah, yeah. solid. And then I think I had like a Rokinon 14 millimeter. Like so, a wide. like, nothing yeah. world class. No. No, it was just. And I don't even think I had a gimbal at that point. I think I had. Pretty sure I had a, a Steadicam, like just the classic, you know, balancing Steadicam. Yeah. And I, I love that thing, but um, it it did what it needed to do. Yeah. Um, but looking back, like, you can see how much better I got just from that first recap video. Because it's all I was doing was recap videos. Yeah. So it was like I just, you know, refined it and, like, made it better and better. Yeah. And the first one at the time, I thought, like, oh, this is insane. Like, this is so sick. And now looking back, it's just like, that was so basic. It's a basic video. But <laughs> is it cringy? It's not cringy. Okay. But it's just like, why didn't I do this here? Why didn't I do that here? Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like, do you look back at some like particular work and be like, good Lord, <laughs> I had a lot to learn. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like terrible, terrible, but it's like, because I was working with pretty bad gear. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, some of the school projects I did were just not that yeah. great. I mean, that's all part of the journey. Yeah. We all produce crappy stuff. start somewhere, yeah. That's how we get better. So... You have pretty simple gear with yep. Co, yep. but you're producing really. I mean, obviously, I I don't know that I've actually seen any of it, but yeah. obviously they really like it, which yeah. is a huge testament to the people out there who are like, I gotta have the latest and greatest. Yeah. I mean, you're rocking with an F4, a pretty yeah. cheap 24 to 70 For concert photography, oh. which is yeah, that's yeah, way too. It's yeah. way too yeah. You you want something <laughs> way wider than that, but. but you're getting yeah. it done. You got a Rokinon, yeah. <laughs> like a two hundred dollar yeah. lens, I'm sure. Super distorted. And you're cranking out really impressive content, which goes to show to the people out there, you don't need that's right ten thousand dollar cameras yeah. and lenses. It to, helps, but to, it does help. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah, but not, you didn't have to have that to no. get started. Get your foot in the door. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you you're with Co. How long are you with Co? So I want to say it was like. I wish I'd, I'd, I didn't write down when I started. Yeah, I love them. that you brought notes <laughs> to this thing. I sent you a few questions that we yeah. may talk about, and you like journaled. Uh, yeah, journey. I should have put a timeline, though, because it, it was 
so I dropped out like 2018 of college and then yeah I started with co so yeah I mean I'd say right around a year and a half maybe a little over a year and a half okay that's a long time yeah was he just touring straight or is there no so it's what a lot of the the smaller country artists do is they'll do like they'll start on Thursday so do like Thursday Friday Saturday and then come back to church on Sunday yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah so Sunday's like a travel day uh, and then we'll have like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, and they'll start Thursday again. Or if it's a, a longer tour, then um, they'll start. You know, so Wednesday. was it was it just totally a grind for you? It it was. It, it, was, it was also fun. Like it was, but that was that was the hard part about it. Like that's ultimately what made me decide to like slow down on it and start doing something else. Yeah, was because I didn't ever know like if I was doing enough or if I was like if I need to do more. Um, like I just didn't, no one was telling me like, Hey, you need to get this video by this time or you need to, you know what I mean? And that like yeah. bothers the crap out of me. If I don't have a deadline, <laughs> I, I'll lose my mind. Cause I'll just think about it all day. Like, I wonder if they want it now. I wonder, yeah, you know, like, yeah. And it's, it's so weird that like I would give up all of that for that reason, but it was like just stressing me out yeah. <laughs> all the time. Was it cool for you to feel like you were part of the band? Like, did yes. you ever go to any cities? You're oh. like, I, I just got off the tour bus. Oh, was, was it cool for you? Yeah, it was sick. I mean, that, that's something I'll never forget. Like, just being a part of a group of guys and seeing how big they were getting. Like, yeah. so many fans. And so, like, it didn't matter what your job was. If you were riding on that tour bus, you were cool. Like, yeah. you know. Do you have any, like, girls? <laughs> anyone trying to? Yeah. Like, oh, there's girls all the time. Just, like, <laughs> everywhere. And, yeah, it was... It was rowdy. <laughs> That's so awesome. Did uh, are there any like stories that you have that are like appropriate? I don't know. If there's like Honestly, some crazy lunatic who charged the van, or I don't know. Do you have any a, crazy stories? There's been a couple. I mean, there's been a couple like performances where some people have gotten fights and stuff. But everything that took place on the bus is pretty explicit. That's so awesome. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> kind of just sitting there, just like watching as a you know young nineteen year old. Yeah. Like oh gosh, but I got used to it pretty fast. Yeah. You know, I wasn't geeking out. So at the end of this thing, do you feel pr- you felt pretty close to them? Are they like family oh, yeah. at that point? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love every one of those guys. Um, and you know, Coe's he recently signed with Columbia, and that was kind of like right after. Uh, well, that was yeah, I would say that was like right after I kind of stopped touring and coronavirus hit. So like all these things hit, yeah. and I was like, I should probably just like try to find another way to make some money because I didn't want to just like get on payroll with them yeah, and then not be able to do anything because they're not touring. And uh, I just, you know, I just wanted to go do something on my own. And, um, so, yeah, I just decided to, to quit. But I was, like, I was living with them also for, like, the previous – well, I, start, I, I probably moved in with them, like – What does three move years. in with them mean? They <laughs> so have, like, a huge mansion they, bachelor yeah. pad? So, Co, the drummer, Dre, which is now the tour manager – and Colton, uh, the old tour manager, they all had a house together, and, and the merch guy, and um, I, they had yeah they had this huge house um, in Granbury, and they had an extra room and they just asked me if I wanted to move in with them, I was like, yeah let's go because I was living with my grand like my grandma at the time yeah but my parents are in Tennessee, and they moved there when I graduated high school, so I was like I didn't really have anywhere to go and. I didn't want to get an apartment or anything. Yeah. I didn't have to because the rent was cheap, you know. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I was like, sure, I'll live with y'all. And that was like, that made it fun, you know, being able to just go back with them and live with them. Every day was a pool day. and Yeah. But what a life. Yeah. But that was also like part of it stressed me out because I had work to do. And I, no one else was working, so I was this like partying, getting getting yeah. lit every night. And you're like, guys, like I got a video to make. I yeah, can't, I can't. I mean, I got a deadline to hit. And it, yeah, and it might not have been that big of a deal to them, but it, to me, it was like, I feel like I I'm not doing anything. Like yeah. I I have to do something. Like I always feel like I have to do something. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. But so when did that transition? Where you're like, I got to do something else happen. So you're living with them. Is it like just maybe a little bit too crazy well, for you? So what happened was about a. Year, close to a year after living with them in that house, we moved to a different house. And um, after that, it just seemed like no one was ever there. Like I was just there by myself a lot. And, you know, it wasn't anything about the house or anything that I didn't like. It was just like I was tired of being there alone. You know, when they were, they were just, they, no one was ever there all at the same time like it had, yeah. like it used to be. And so that was just kind of depressing. I didn't want to be there alone. And I was just like, you know, should probably just go get my own place or or something, do something. So I just decided to. Yeah. You know. So what was after that? So that was you know, I had been talking with uh, Drew Seals okay. about Nomad for a while, and he brought the idea to me. Um, and this was after we filmed uh, one of his music festivals. So Co puts on his own music festival. Okay. Uh, Co Wetzel's Incredible Music Festival, and he held one in. This was his second one. And he held it in uh, Fort Worth, and I asked Drew to come film it with me because I was like just looking for someone, and I had met him on Instagram. I had seen his stuff. And yeah, he was like into the waterfowl scene, which is like okay. totally different to me. And I think he was just like kind of getting sick of doing it, you know. And I felt like like I felt that same way with the real estate stuff I was doing. So I was like, just come, you know, film this with me and see how you like it. So he came and and filmed that with me, and it was sick. And he had a red, and I was like you have a red <laughs> and I thought that was insane. Yeah. And now for those listening, who don't know what that is. Explain yeah. red. A red. So red is like, it's not top of the line, but it's like right there with like cinema cameras. Like it's, it's legit. Yeah. It's a pro brand. Yeah. Like so Aries, like the top of the line, but red is, yeah, they make some pretty yeah. kick ass cameras. Okay. So but, he's got a red and you're yeah. geeking out over yeah, this thing. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've never even touched one. Yeah. Like, I've only seen videos. <laughs> So yeah, he has this red and he's showing me how to use it and we filmed this concert and it's just insane. You know, there's pyro and there's all kinds of stuff going on and we just capture it with this red and it's just like everything is perfect and um yeah, we make this we make this killer recap video and I'm like like this we we should work together again sometime. Yeah. So I think a couple months went by and we we eventually worked together again. He went to Montana to film like a commercial or something. And I was like, Hey, let me tag along for free. Like, I don't care. And so we went and filmed that. And, and then after that, we just kind of like stayed connected. And, uh, he hit me with, you know, do you want to start like a company together? Um, and that was right around the time that I was kind of slowing down with co. Uh, and I decided like, sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> let's go for it. So yeah, we just, we just went for it. And our, like our first gig was our first legit gig was uh co's first like legit music video for forever um and that was super cool but it was kind of like a like a slap in the face like dang like we ha- we have a lot to learn as a team like you know doing bigger productions why and do you stuff. say that what, what was the slap in the face there was just a lot of stuff 
I'm gonna look up this music video. What was it called? Coetzel Forever. I think it was Forever. Anyways, so why was it a slap in the face for you guys? It was just like, I think it just showed us how much we needed to learn, like how to work together and um, just everything, like how to pre-produce before making a video and just like, there's all this other stuff that you don't think about when you're working with like a crew and like a cast and like, and it just kind of, I don't want to say, like the video turned out, like it always does, but it could have been better and uh, we just learned that, you know along the way and we still do on every production like we're always learning something that we need to do different whether it's audio or whatever that's our focus right now (laughs) audio we're trying to get better at audio but yeah so but it was great I mean it was awesome to be able to like work with Co in that sense not like just as an individual you know like get to work with a team to produce this thing for him yeah Um, I've got a oh a nomad collective film like you guys are (laughs) Yeah. The real deal. That was before he was with Columbia, so we were allowed to put that on there. <laughs> so awesome. Well, like we hired some guys from LA and it was cool like getting to see just how to work with other people that, you know, weren't just like country boys. Yeah. Like, you know. So it was cool. So I'd say I mean it was a learning experience. But yeah, we definitely realize it. We had a lot to learn. So y'all were like, for sure, like, hey, we're, we're going to be partners at this point? Or were y'all still testing the waters? Was yeah. Nomad a thing? No. So Nomad wasn't a thing yet. Okay. I mean, only just till recently, like a year ago, coming up on a year is when we like decided like, you know, this is going to be Nomad Collective and we got our logo and website and everything kind of going. Who designed your logo? Oh, gosh. Brad Beaver. Okay. I don't know. He's, he's on Instagram. Gotcha. Um, He... I'm I'm pretty sure he did it. <laughs> I, I know he helped with it because we had a guy we had a guy on Instagram, just a random guy that we found that we wanted him to do it, and he sent us like five different different versions, and I was just like, no, like this All is not, terrible, not looking good. So yeah, I think we, yeah we ended up having him do it, and I tried to make some also, but I just I'm not the best at yeah. graphic design. So. so y'all kickstart Nomad, yep, and y'all are still doing that today. Yep, what's some cool projects y'all have done? So, well, it's me. So it's me, Drew, and a guy named Kevin Kaywood. Okay. He does kind of the business side of things. Okay. Um, and also Muddy Shutter, um, which we can talk about in a little bit. But um, so, yeah, it's it's us three, and then we work with those guys. Um, and so right now, so we did we did Co's music video, and then the next one was another one for Co, um, his Sunday or Sunday or Monday video. Okay. And then we did one for Parker, and Shoot, what was that one called? I can't remember the name of that Young one. Man's Young Man's Blues? Yeah. Young Man's Blues. Young Man's Anna, Blues. Anna, you were a part of that shoot, weren't you? Yeah. yeah so what were you doing? Pulling focus? Yeah, pulling focus, doing some uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. Pictures for them and Yeah, anytime we so can get awesome. her out, we just we always get her Anna out. Anna herself is insanely talented, <laughs> so I'm not shocked that she was a part of that. But that's also, how did you got connected with Parker same way, slid into his DMs? How you, how well, you connect to that guy? I mean, I had met him before because just working with Co, like, you know, they're close. So I, I had met him on the tour bus, and he kind of knew of me. And, gotcha. And also, uh, Kevin, like, knows him personally, like, grew up with him. Okay. So that was like, you know, just he talked him into, like, letting us do a music video. And Yeah. How long just, ago was This wasn't too long ago, no, right? No. A couple months ago. Yeah. This so was, we're pretty. Yeah, the Parker video was probably, what was it, like, five months ago? Four months ago, yeah. I haven't. I'm so bad with time, but 
yeah, it was it wasn't that long ago. Was that a cool experience? Yeah, that was cool. It was. That, I feel like we're just getting better and better. You know. Did you the, feel like there was a big difference between the co-experience shooting music video where you felt slap in the face? You can you, and that's not too far removed from this Parker McCollum shoot. Yeah. So, so can you already look back and be like, man, we've already made a huge amount of growth. And yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like just every time, like every time we shoot a music video, which we've only shot three, um, but we're getting ready to shoot another one. And can you say with who? Uh, I think so. With Reed Southall. Never heard of. He's he's a smaller he's a smaller country artist, okay. kind of country rock. Gotcha. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's out of Oklahoma. Um, and yeah, he's really good. He's got a he's got a unique voice. Sweet. Um, so it'll be fun to work with him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd say. Yeah, every time we do a music video, we just learn something new. Yeah, because you know? we'll we'll get a new piece of gear, or we'll get something, and we'll we'll learn how to use it. And do you we'll ever feel like one. way in way over your head, like oh, you're kind yeah. of faking your way through stuff? Every time. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm the type of person that's very. Um, I just worry a lot, <laughs> and so like, it's funny because Drew is like. Drew is like, go big or go home. He's like, you know, let's go for this. Let's, and I'm kind of like level-headed, like, wait a minute. That's yeah. not possible. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's step back a second. Um, so we work really well in, in that sense. Um, but, yeah, I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm always worrying about, like, what's going to go wrong. Like, I'm trying to be aware of, like, is this going to work? Or is, you know, yeah. if this doesn't work, let's have a backup for this. And, you know. What was the music, what was the music video for Parker, Parker Call? Uh, young man blues. Young, young, young man. I went to look it up. Young man's blue. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was cool. That was actually. Was that with Nomad or was that with Muddy Shutter or was it Muddy Shutter hired Nomad? How does it all work? That was that was with Nomad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So most of the Muddy Shutter stuff that we've done recently has been like, yeah, you know, they've they've come to us with the project, like they they go out and get the projects, and then they reach out to us and say Sweet. like, y'all want to do this? Like yeah. y'all have a production, and y'all can bring it, you know, and so. So what do you, uh, I love gear. So like, what are you shooting with now? So now I don't even have a camera. Okay. I, so Drew has a red, Drew has two reds. He has what kind the, of red? the DSMC two, which is like, I don't want it, to, it's like the entry. It was the entry level, like red. Which still costs what? Like yeah, 15 six, grand for the brain. 15? For the brain. Yeah. And he, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He's, he was, I'm pretty sure he was like leasing it out. Or whatever, but I learned how to use that thing, and then uh, that was super cool. Like it has like a touch screen. I don't know if you've ever used one, but never, it's got I've like, never even touched a red. It's it's insane. I'm scared like, too. <laughs> My insurance doesn't cover if I yeah. break it. So that's how I felt at first. But those things are beasts. They're I mean they're like tanks, all metal, and they look awesome. I mean you have one in the background here. I'm gonna yeah. I want to play and with it after we're that's, done. So then that's also his. That's the Komodo. Um, it which just is, looks intimidating. <laughs> it's it small, does. but it's got like all these. Little holes everywhere. Oh, doesn't even look like a real camera. That's insane. Yeah, it's that thing is crazy for its so size. So what would you say, kind of transition a little bit, because I personally know a lot of inspiring videographers. I'm one, like, I want to learn more about What would you say to those who are like, hey, I want to get better at videography? Or like, I want to yeah. shoot music videos one day, or I yeah. want to go on tour. Like, what would you, what advice would you give to those people? I would say cold call as many people as you can cold calls yeah i mean honestly like yeah and and you know not like the typical cold call like pick up the phone and call someone but instagram like dm like dm as many people as you can because yeah. 
I mean, you got to put the hooks in the water because you're going to get something, yeah. you know. And would you recommend people working for free a lot, or would you say? Oh, uh, just it depends on your your level of expertise. I think okay. like if you know your work is good enough to you know to to for you to charge a little bit, yeah, then do it. But um, if you're really just starting out, like I wouldn't charge anything, yeah, you know. Or if you if you really want a like to experience something cool. But you're afraid, like if I charge something, like I might, I may not get this opportunity. Then just don't charge anything, yeah. you know. But um, I think you just gotta play it by ear. Um, and just, so you're you basically know. just hustle, like yeah. slide in DMs, ask for opportunities. And yeah, and that really, I'm, I'm thankful that that came, that all the the opportunities came to me because I didn't really hustle that hard on that side of things. Like yeah. my hustle was at the computer at you know late nights. Like I, I stayed up. You can ask Anna. <laughs> I stayed up so many nights just like playing with stuff and learning how to just yeah. do stuff, make stuff look different. And yeah. What do you edit with? Premiere. Premiere? Classic. I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? <laughs> yeah. It's Have you done any DaVinci? No, that's that's the next step. I feel like everybody's I, like hyping up DaVinci right now. Oh, I think it's I, I think it's better. That's what everyone says. Yeah. I just, I'm tired of the, the monopoly that is Premiere. For real. The Adobe as a whole is just like screwing everybody. <laughs> I, there's no telling. I think we figured, me and Anna were talking about it the other day and, I probably spent like close to three grand on Adobe. It's insane since I've had it, and it's just yeah, yeah. And so it's you're, not that great. But you, you're doing Adobe, yeah. so that's awesome. So you, what you would tell people is, hey man, hustle. Yeah. Just ask, ask for opportunities. Yeah. Slide, ask. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Just the worst people can say is no. Yeah. Or or hand you off to someone else or yeah. something. You know, like. It'll I guess the worst somebody can say is like no and you suck. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really heartbreaking. But yeah. I don't know how often that would ever happen. Yeah. But just ask for it. Yeah. And see what doors will open. That's awesome. So, so what's what's next for you? I have You've, no idea. You, <laughs> you got I, this upcoming music video, anything else on the radar? I I don't know. Like we as far as projects, um, we shot a thing for a company called Triple Ot Design. I haven't posted anything about it or anything. But um, they're like a clothing company and they're like, it's like really high end clothing. Yeah. But it's also like their approach to marketing is like they they like to make these action movies, like action scenes for their clothes. It's like to brand them. Interesting. And yeah, it was like a totally like when we got the call that we were going to be working with them, it was like, oh, this is super different and cool. Um, so we shot some stuff for them about a month ago. Um in Colorado where they're based out of or one of the places they're based out of. And that was super cool, but it was kind of lower budget cause they were kind of like trying to feel us out. Yeah. Um, and so next year in the spring, we're going to have a, we're going to be doing some huge production on like on this clothing brand. Sweet. And it should be really cool. I've heard that we're going to be like diving with cameras. I don't know if that's, that's legit. I've heard, but <laughs> that would be sick. So like hopefully there's some bigger stuff coming up, you know, bigger production stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Well, dude, all your stuff is insane. I was really uh, excited when you said you'd be up for this. Yeah. Because I, I look up to what you're creating. I mean, your stuff is world class, unbelievable. And the opportunities that you're getting are, I mean, traveling with, yeah. <laughs> you know, going on tour with people, creating music videos. I mean, you're killing it right now. And uh, how can people follow you? You got Instagram, what yep. you, Twitter, so, what you, what's your handles? Let yeah. So actually, know. the guys, the, the guys on the band uh, gave me the name Jape. Like they just, I don't know where it came from. I think I think Colton came up with it, the tour manager at the time. 
but uh, it was kind of like they were calling me JP. Okay. And then it turned into like JP, like Jape. Gotcha. So okay. it, some people think it's Jap, but it's <laughs> it's Jape. Um, so I've just been going by that. And so that's my Instagram handle. It's Jape Media. Okay. It's J-A-P-E Media. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't I don't get on Twitter or Facebook yeah. or anything else. And Nomad has an Instagram, Nomad yes. Collective. Nomad Collective. Yeah, it's underscore Nomad Collective underscore because we can't get a hold of the... Somebody has the, the actual one, and it's locked out. It's, it's literally the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. They have, they have a name you want, and they yeah. post it twice, and the last one was like in 2015. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just delete it, man. <laughs> I know. It's Instagram, delete this account so I can use it. Yeah. Anyways, dude, thanks so much for being here. This is a lot of fun. Absolutely. You're amazing. Keep doing it. Your yeah. stuff's incredible. I'm excited yeah. to watch your podcast. I, of I'm, you? <laughs> huh? No, of, of everyone that you're going to oh, Okay, do. cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so conceited. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch this interview again. <laughs> Anyways, dude, thanks so much for being here. This is a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Sweet.